Welcome back to another weekly short from Girl the Bench. And today I'm going to be talking with Neil Glatt about something that I find pretty interesting because for years I was in sales and then later on in sales management. And the topic today, Neil, tell us a little bit more about how you're asking the questions about commissions. Well, yeah, so I think we're all familiar with commission or bonus or variable pay for salespeople um, mm -hmm. because it's common, right? Less than 5% of all salespeople in the U.S. are paid by salary alone. And um, it's pretty common knowledge that commissions motivate salespeople to some extent to put forth greater effort. For sure. And motivation is very personal, but... Um... There's probably more to the story here. So let me know where this thinking is coming from for you. Yeah, so I um, have always been interested in this because one, I love sales and I do sales management, but I started to realize that some of the salespeople I coached um, were really reliant on commission and mm -hmm. they didn't necessarily know how much they were going to make. Um, they could potentially work really hard and not get paid much or anything, mm. um, depending on, you know, a lot of different factors that were maybe outside their control. Mm -hmm. And so I started to think like, okay, you know, is this commission conventional wisdom really that simple or is there more to the story? And I'm currently pursuing my MBA and um, have to do a capstone project. And so I elected this as an area of interest. And I started to do lots and lots of research. And there's lots of studies, academic research studies around commission. Um, and it's just not that cut and dry. Gotcha, gotcha. This is fascinating because I've always known that the big difference between how people are motivated by money, not by money, by productivity, but never heard any real scientific backup for supporting the 100% the commission-based, which never appealed to me in the slightest. Yeah, so 100% <laughs> is really not common either, right? Um, but on average, uh, salespeople are paid like $800 million in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and collectively, and 40% of that is being paid on commission. So on average, you know, about a third or so of people's commission check or total compensation is in the form of commission checks, mm -hmm. which is a lot. And um, so the question is, what what do we get when we pay people on commission? Because sales are, is the only mm -hmm. arena that this happens. And we do get increased effort usually. Um there are cases where commissions actually remove effort. So for instance, if you have an annual quota to hit and you're not anywhere close to it, then weak salespeople will give up. And so in yeah. that case, quarterly commissions are much better motivating factor than annual commissions. Oh yeah, you can kind of build on that, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. There's a chance to reset. There's a chance to get after it again. So it's a renewed focus of energy. Um, but monthly is not the right cadence either. So it's a complicated picture, right? For sure, uh, for sure. We've seen, there's one example where sales increased uh, 9% once um, a peer commission basis was introduced versus 
a bonus structure with floors and ceilings. And so the dependence on overachievement bonuses and all the nuance really plays a big factor. Yeah, the the old kicker at, when you when you hit your budget. Um. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, kick me up there. But then there's also these other things that sneak in. So people on commission exhibit unethical behavior more often than those on salary. No kidding. And yeah, so that's... <laughs> That's the form of um, lying about product availability uh, to make a sale or pushing a customer towards a sale, even if we're not quite convinced that it's actually the right solution Um, or exaggerating the truth about competition to make a sale. Oh, man. And and these are self-reported by salespeople. They admit to doing it, right? So the question is, what does that mean for our business? That well, long term, that's terrible. Long term, it is terrible, right? But maybe we sell something that's transactional and we never see each other again. And we don't mm. know if it matters for transactional versus relational sales. But then mm-hmm. you have to think as a sales manager, as a business owner, am I okay with that happening sometimes? This is why salespeople have a bad reputation. Not maybe because they're bad people, <laughs> but because we gave them bad incentives, right? Um, but then also, um, and this is what got me, is salespeople on commission exhibit um, higher uh, emotional exhaustion. They're more stressed, and they actually take more sick days um, than people on salary. And I'm thinking, this is kind of what I observed as a, as a sales manager was, man, my people are really stressed out by the fact they don't even know how much they're going to get paid or if they're going to be paid for today's efforts. Um, so then I was like, well, does this mean that we have to sit back and choose between the extra effort for that commission brings, but also live with kind of this real human cost or is maybe there's a, there, there another way here. And I found this study, um, based on real estate, uh, realtors for personal real estate in Norway super random right but they why because they have the disclosures publicly available and so in norway they have a similar real estate commission structure like we do here where realtors are paid on the commission that they sell uh of of the homes but then there was this uh group of realtors who worked on a salary a flat fee for their transaction and interestingly they worked for significantly less money than their colleagues who were working on commission. So they took away the uncertainty, they took away the cost, and the research would suggest that they wouldn't have been as motivated, but in fact, these homes sold faster and for 2.7% more money on average. Crazy. So, was there any kind of bonus or no? No, nothing. Pure flat fee. Okay. Okay. And the flat fee is less than they would have earned on the commission. So that's so. There's got to be some other motivator in 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 total. Right. And so, you know, money does serve to motivate people, particularly if they're extrinsically motivated. Mm -hmm. And there's other motivators, too, that are intrinsically or altruistically motivated. Mm -hmm. And people aren't going to work for free. But maybe if people were being compensated fairly for what they did, they would still be motivated to perform without this constantly working for it situation. And 
we would see an increase in ethical behavior. We could see an increase in overall well-being. And we could see an increase in creativity, which mm -hmm. declines when there's monetary prizes attached to it, too. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's just that larger scope of organizational development that that helps an organization build a, a culture of um, growth and loyalty and compassion that we're looking for. I mean, we were talking about this um, not too long ago about, you know, it's not always about the money. And, and it kind of, right. today's subject really circles right back around to that. It does. And so I think, you know, what's the takeaway for business owners and managers, right? The takeaway, I think, is that this is an incredibly complicated field because we're dealing with behavior and we're dealing with people. Yes, indeed. And so uh, the answer is be really careful about how you set up your compensation structures. Understand that there's going to be upsides and downsides. And if you are just kind of taking a shot in the dark, then maybe it makes sense to reach out to us at Grow the Bench and we can talk through what you're trying to accomplish and help you think through some of these extra steps you may not be aware of. That, that sounds like a great idea because it, it seems to me at the end of the day, some flexibility or willingness to change or update that might not be a bad idea. Yeah, well, people are updating, right? So 80% of, of workforces dramatically change their their pay structure every two years. Okay. Um, so everybody's looking for the right solution, hasn't quite figured it out. One thing that I like to do is to start with an assessment of your salespeople mm -hmm. to find out if they're extrinsically or intrinsically motivated. Because when I work with people who are highly extrinsically motivated, we can have a little more leeway for commissions, right? Mm -hmm. um, sure. When they're really intrinsically motivated, then it just doesn't even really help. Going back to your yeah. um, uh, article on on the ways in which people want to be appreciated. That's that's right, and uh, you know, I that is what I know more than anything else because I'm that person. I'm mm -hmm. very much production motivated. I want to do the right thing. I you know I want to build a relationship. But I have sold with people that were equally as successful in such different ways. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How how we're rewarded makes a big difference. It really does. So mm -hmm. um, hoping that this will help people uh, take a little pause, design better structures to really achieve all of those goals on potentially competing outcomes that that we have to manage on a daily basis mm -hmm. in our business. Yeah, Neil, this has been great. Um, I'm going to point people back to the blog and also to growthebench.com for more information on what um, is available there in terms of support for um, for training around this kind of thing. You, you need to maybe start with recruitment, selection, all the things that make a big difference at the end of the day because sales is kind of that base foundation for our business success. Absolutely. Thanks, Absolutely. Leslie. You bet, Neil. Have a great day. And thanks again to everyone for listening to Grow the Benches Weekly Short.